Good afternoon, everyone. This is another session of Unstoppable Leadership with guest Bettina Carey, and she is about women empowerment. Welcome, Bettina. I'm going to tell our guests a little <laughs> bit about you. She describes herself as the diminutive four and a half or four foot nine and a half foot tall Latina inspires and empowers women to create big results. And I love that, by the way. They break through their earnings, glass ceiling, kick self-imposed limitations to the curb, and live their legacies now. Whether she's coaching from a live or virtual stage or conferring with a small cohort of women on the rise across a conference table, her championship strategies and straight talk compel women to find a whole new gear to succeed beyond their wildest dreams. As well-known business-savvy maven and ardent supporter of women, Bettina is simply known as the woman behind the women as both a motivational and inspirational speaker she leaves a lasting impression she is also the chief empowerment officer of women's empowerment marketplace a global online network whose mission is to change the globe one woman owned business at a time bettina has big dreams to change the globe by helping empowering women who want to start and run online businesses. For We Empower You, she is responsible for strategic leadership, implementing key initiatives to launch online micro enterprises worldwide. Bettina's book titled, Breaking Through Your Own Glass Ceiling, Unlocking Your Full and Hidden Potential with Your Master Key is being written during COVID-19. Stay tuned for the release date. Ooh, I can wait. That sounds like it's going to be so much fun. So, Patina, welcome to the podcast because I have a feeling, ladies and gentlemen, you need to get a notebook because I have a feeling we're going to have some golden nuggets on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much, Don, for having me. It's definitely going to be a, a rockin' sock'em uh, talk here with us today. Definitely unstoppable, and I'm definitely unstoppable right now. <laughs> hey, that's all it takes is a group of women, and that is one reason I'm loving doing what I'm doing. That's one reason I love you doing mm -hmm. what you're doing because the more women that we can get to come with us, that we pull them up with us and say, Come on, ladies, you can do this. I have a feeling we're going to change the world, and you're right, one woman at a time, and let's go get them. Yes, and bold men are welcome too, you know, to be our exactly. advocates and lift us up when they can. Definitely. So, yeah. so talk talk to me a little bit about your book because now I'm interested. My inter I'm I'm peaked now. I want to know. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because I actually started writing this book quite a long time ago, and then I would put it down and pick it up and put it down and pick it up, and I went through a little bit of what folks might consider imposter syndrome you, where you oh, yes. don't feel like you're there yet. So, you know, you don't really feel like you're quite ready to put a book out there to talk about things that you've been through. And I so got over that. <laughs> I so got over that. And so I'm writing this book because it used to be when I was in my twenties and thirties and forties and probably in my, maybe even into my early fifties, I really believed that it was a man's world 
and that women were getting the uh, short end of the stick on that deal. And then as I started to work with women beyond the years, it started to, I started to notice that a lot of times what blocked them or stopped them from achieving success and including myself was in fact themselves. They were jailing themselves. And I came up with this topic about being the keeper of your own master key. And so the book is really about what I've noticed and interviewing women and asking one question, which is ask a woman if she feels empowered in all areas of her life and she's likely to say no. And that's a pretty much across the board worldwide. Yeah. And the reason being is that she never makes it on the list. You know, she d takes care of everybody else before herself. She's yeah. maybe involved in perfectionism. She might have a self-saboteur. She might also be um, having a little bit of um, an imposter syndrome that keeps her away from her own success. So mindset became my mantra, you know, change your mind and the world is your oyster pretty much. So um, over the years, I've developed a number of Bettina-isms that came along with that. And uh, so there you have in a nutshell what the book is really going to be about. Oh, that sounds like it's going to be. I'm going to have to put that on my list. I am constantly looking for books to read that's going to feed me, empower me. And I really think that that is definitely going to do it. So let's dive into um, imposter syndrome a little bit, because I think that's a huge topic, even on its own. But I really just want to really dive into it because you're correct. I just recently gotten over the imposter syndrome. Um, I had a really good coach. I've had several coaches throughout my journey into doing this. And the one coach finally just sat me down and said, look, <laughs> you got the experience. Quit it. It is time for you to step out. It is time for you to go after it because you have so much to offer. And if it hadn't have been for the last, I want to say the last year and a half, if it had not been for the women surrounding me, supporting me, I really wouldn't be doing this right now. And it is because of that imposter syndrome. And I just recently let go of that. Actually, I was still holding on to that just a little bit, even starting this podcast. And one of the ladies reached out to me last Sunday and she asked me, how are you doing? And I told her and she says, you got this. She said, you are making an impact. She said, just watch what's going to happen. So let's talk a little bit about that. What, what made you finally get out of that imposter syndrome? I don't know that imposter syndrome or perfectionism or some of these other characteristics actually ever go away but you can learn to manage them as if they were entities inside of yourself. So um, I don't know that they go away, but I do know that imposter syndrome is kind of set up and, and the groundwork is laid down by believing that there's some place that we need to be in order to be ready, willing and available to accept the duties of whether it be leadership or motherhood or a business. And so we're always measuring ourselves up against some unrealistic expectation that we've read about, we've seen on television, uh, or someone in, even in our own life has modeled. 
and we uh, compare ourselves to that person. So comparison factors in a bit here as well, which I don't think, again, much of this is really going to go away entirely. And then you butt that up against what comes up next, which might even be the driver, which is false evidence appearing real. Fear, right? Mm. So we're afraid of failure. So the imposter syndrome has a lot of different elements um, that surround it, at least in my view. And it kind of can rear its ugly head here and there, similar to uh, a mole. You know, you bury it in deep into the ground thinking that it's all gone. And then there it is again. And there it is again. And it keeps showing up again and again. But at the end of the day, I think it has to do with... um, that we have a some kind of an expectation. So like in my case, where I was writing this book all of these years, I wanted to achieve financial success. I was writing a book about breaking through and that was an area that I still hadn't quite done it yet. So I wanted to get through all of the areas of you know success before I could write about success. And interestingly enough, when I stopped being you know, goal oriented to be that perfect successful person in the financial sense, I ended up having financial uh, success. So as soon as I let it go, as soon as I disappeared the fear, as soon as I stopped trying to be perfect and decided that instead, you know, um, done is better than perfect and way more profitable, lots more started to happen into my world. Oh, I love that phrase. Done is better than perfect. That was one of my mentors. And I think I found myself actually not found. I am finding myself doing that with my course. I'm going like, okay, I want to make this perfect. And I was going like, you know what? Never mind. I am. I'm actually taking a week's vacation coming up. And that's what my vacation is going to be. I am going to get that course done and I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> it is not going to be perfect, but I was going to like, you know what? You're, you're teaching the same thing. Get it done and get yeah. it out there. And then yeah. you don't never know. And it was just like one of my mentors, she's going like, I felt like crud the day that she was doing her filming for her online course and she says it stinks she said i'm leaving it up there she said because i want people to see it and i want people to understand i felt like Mm -hmm. crap putting that out there she said but it's still out there and she made several mini courses and i think total of seven and she grossed over a million dollars in sales off of those seven mini courses in a course of a year so if that doesn't tell you something i don't know what does yeah that's a great great example i mean i have an iphone 11 i recently had an eight before that i had a six you know and so on down the line they don't wait till it's perfect why should we Exactly. Because if you're waiting till it's perfect, somebody is going to jump ahead of you and is going to put it out there. And then you're going to say, oh, crap, why didn't I do that? Right. And right now, especially with COVID-19 going on, online education and online training is a huge thing right now because people have the time that they didn't have before to actually take that extra time to take those trainings. And for those of you that are listening out here, 
if you're going like, but the marketplace is so saturated with trainings and it may be, but here's the thing. They may be willing to listen to you where they weren't going to listen to somebody else. Would the, how you say it, how you teach it is going to resonate with them. As much as I love Tony Robbins and Mel Robbins, they are like my gurus. I love them. You too. <laughs> but for some people, their high energy is not going to resonate with some people. My energy, I think it's sort of like mid. It's not low energy, but it's not like high up there. It's like Tony Robbins is. I'm, I can't do what he does because that is him. He is unique. I am certain I am not going to be walking on fire for anyone. I'm not going to be breaking any boards. I'm not going to have an arrow through my throat or any of the other things. And it's just, that is where I think when we're talking to women and getting your, getting yourself out there, getting your face out there, you're going to find your tribe. Your tribe is going to find you. And yeah. that's one thing that I realized starting this podcast. My tribe is finding me. And that's what's amazing about doing speaking and doing podcasts and doing coaching is your tribe finds you, believe it or not. Yeah. So that is my little nugget for today. Yeah. And there's all kinds of personalities and all kinds of solutions and systems is what I bank on for my business. And I'm writing my book using um, Zoom, using Live TV, you know, uh, stream back backyard, all of these technologies yeah. to build the content, then use the transcript yep. for blogging and for posting and for social media. And, you know, there's a lot of opportunities, but if I waited till I was perfect, I might be in my grave. And if I waited till I was perfect, I might be bankrupt or broke right now. And instead I'm having the most um, amazing financial experience um, with COVID and I am moving at the speed of light. I can barely catch up and I'm more like a comet right now, <laughs> but at the end of the day, that can be the experience of others yeah. as long as they don't keep comparing themselves to a perfection that literally does not exist. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you are your own enemy believe it or not, you are your, you literally are. And I learned that through the years of doing certain things. And when I realized that I could actually do this is when I've got told by several people, I've worked in retail for over 18 years, well, actually closer to 20 now. Mm -hmm. And I have coached so many people and I did not realize that's what I was doing. But I've gotten them to go back to school. I've gotten them promoted. I've gotten them to improve their interview skills. I mean, you, you go on and on and on. And it's like, you do these things. And for me, it was natural. So I didn't consider it work because I loved what I was doing. And I didn't consider it coaching because to me, it was that natural inclination to help people. So when we're talking about women helping women or women helping men or all of us helping each other is learning how to listen to that person, no matter where you're at, whether you're mm -hmm. in leadership in a business. I was a co-manager for the largest retailer in the world running $114 million stores. That's huge. There's a lot of people that can't say they dealt with that volume of sales. Mm -hmm. 
and when you start talking about that and you have access to over 300 associates on a daily basis, what kind of difference can you make in their lives? So as y'all are listening to this, I want you to take it to heart because you have the capacity to grow your team, no matter where you're at, whether you're hourly, salary, you are in some sort of leadership role and you can grow your team. You just need to be willing to listen to what they're going to tell you. Some of that feedback might not be so nice, but that might be feedback that you actually need. So let's roll into that a little bit as a speaker and as you're coaching your clients, what is some of that feedback that you give them that is direct? Because I have a feeling that you are direct with people when you need to be. So what is that direct coaching that you give them that maybe they have to sit back and think about it for a minute and then they finally see it? Well, you know, it's interesting because over my lifetime, since I was a young woman, and even a young girl, people would often call me a coach. And I always said, oh, no, I'm not a coach. I'm not certified. That's not, that's not a title for me. And then recently, I signed up to uh, the MMS Institute coaching program to get certified as a coach. And I realized that I have a lot of coaching in me. But there's a real distinct difference between a coach and a mentor, an advisor, and a consultant. And so I, and I'm also a cheerleader. So I've operated my entire life being a coach, I mean, a, a mentor, an advisor, a consultant, and a mentor. And now I'm embodying the skills that are really needed to ask questions of the person you're coaching such that they are the ones who come up with the answers. And it's really, really interesting because that powerful asking of questions is what is going to empower women and bold men in my life. Yeah. So all these years, you asked me that question, what have I been doing? Well, you know, interestingly enough, I've been intuiting with them. I've been sensing with them. I have a, you know, six or seventh sense that others may not have. And I've been using that to give advice, share wisdom, uh, cheerlead at times, mentor at times. And every once in a while, I actually have to give someone a really good talking to. And sometimes that person is actually a chief operating officer of the company. It could be a president. It could be a vice president of a multimillion dollar company. And they need a sit down. They need to be told a little bit about how their uh, uh, personality or performance is actually affecting the company. And when I'm ever in that position, I'm at the right hand of that, you know, that executive. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I have discovered that as I thought, coaching is quite another matter. And as I begin to do more specifically coaching, it's a lot about asking really good questions and a method of inquiry to dive deep enough in the conversation with the coachee to have them come up with the answers because when they come up with the answers different than when I advise someone to do something, they have a pretty good chance of actually doing it. There's something that happens like this little accountability. I just told that person that I'm going to do something and they're going to hold me accountable. So that accountability piece is really, really big. 
I respond very much myself to coaches and I have a plethora of coaches that I keep in my, in my life because any good um, leader, great leader is going to have coaches in their life. Yes, exactly. And you are correct. When you start talking about the differences between mentoring, between coaching, and it's interesting that you brought up the intuitive piece, because as I've been diving in, and one of my coaches is actually an intuitive coach, and she was going like, uh, yeah, you have this. And that was one thing that really got me really noticing and paying attention versus when I mentor somebody versus coaching somebody and the mentoring piece for me is extremely easy it stretches me when I really coach somebody because mm -hmm. I'm used to giving answers and I find myself okay I have to sit back because I know what the way that they're going but you have to sit back and you have to let them come up with that. And that's the interesting piece. And sometimes they'll surprise you because you don't even know that they were really paying attention sometimes. And you're going like, oh, they really got it. And that's where the cheerleader, like you were talking about, comes out. I'm going like, yes, yes, you got it. You got it. And you can just go on and succeed. And it's just amazing that we have that ability to be able to do that because I think when I really started paying attention to that and really started paying attention to my inner thoughts and my intuition and I'm going like there were some days that I really just wanted to rip that person a new one but yeah. I didn't do it because I listened to my intuition and I was like oh okay so it's I'm finally getting it and finally starting to put all of the pieces together. And I think a good coach, like you were talking about, knows the difference between mentoring, advising, and coaching. So it's a good thing that you brought those differences up because people do need to know those differences. Absolutely. And um, so what, when I get certified somewhere in the future, it could be a year from now, as I'm taking on coaching as a, I, I look at it as either a lane or a hat. When I'm in the coaching lane, you know, I'm not giving mentoring, advising and consulting. When I'm in the consulting, I'm consulting. When I'm, you know, in the mentoring, I'm mentoring. And when I need to be the cheerleader, this positivity, which is one of my core strengths, you know, everyone can appreciate those things. But every once yeah. in a while, someone needs someone to just ask them a really good set of questions to get down to the root of the matter and the solution that they have really sitting right inside of them. Yes. And that's part of it. It's your higher self knows those answers. You just have to be willing to open up and listen. And trust me, you will find those answers. They will come to you. It's just you got to give yourself that time. And that's one of the lessons I learned for me, for me to really trust and get those answers I have to give myself a little bit of time and it's usually out in nature for me and just giving that. myself that quiet time so what is one of your tips whenever you're asking that quiet that client to really start thinking about that question what is one of those tips that you may give a client to say what do you do to relax and give yourself that moment of peace that you're going to need well, you know, sometimes um, teaching someone a direct experience is more valuable than a tip. Yeah. And so 
if I'm going to be coaching and it appears that it would be of benefit to go through an exercise of cleansing or deep breathing to get the body to be present in the present moment. Because oftentimes we race in and we start talking and then we move on to solution and we go through the goals and then the answers are there, but then we've never arrived in our body. So sometimes it's really just having a direct experience of, you know, just close your eyes and deep breathe and spend a few minutes just, you know, feeling your body, being in your body. What does your body feel like? You'd be amazed at how many out-of-body experiences we have. I certainly spent a long, long time in my lifetime being completely checked out of my body. And, you know, now, like even to arrive early, you know, to be present for about 30 minutes before we started, grounding yeah. myself, putting myself sometimes on the earth, putting my feet on the ground, these techniques really do work. You know, sometimes even just holding the tips of your fingers, um, you know, humming, breathing. There's all kinds of techniques that can help. Definitely. And one of my favorite ways, if it's too cold to go outside and put your bare feet on the ground, especially where I live at, you do have those cold winters is I'll take me a nice shower and I'll just like, let, I'll just like let the water wash over me and I'll be intentional about letting the water wash away anything negative and saying it's going down the drain. So those are some of those things that a person can incorporate to arrive to those answers because some of those questions we ask is not going to be easy to answer. There, You're really going to have to sit down and really think about it and get into yourself. Um, Dr. Joe Dispenza is a really good resource that I like to use. Becoming Supernatural is the book he wrote and he really talks about going inside and internal and he talks like your mind, you have to teach your mind to sit. That's how he says it. And I'm going like, it took me a little bit to really get used to how he worded that. Because <laughs> I was going like, what? But he is correct. We can train our minds. We control our minds. Your subconscious can control your mind. We just live in autopilot. And when you're going through growing in either leadership or growing to your own business or growing to your own coaching, you are in control of your destiny. If I want to give anybody any thought of what we're talking about, you are in control of your destiny. Nobody can tell you what to do. A good coach is not going to tell you what to do at all. No. Because you're going to have that answer. Yeah, I had an experience back in 2001 when I met a coach whose name is Tamara Fleming. And she was coaching me, doing some feng shui coaching, clearing my office with me and my trunk of my car and my purse and things like that. But she picked up on something that was going on in my life with my business partner at the time. And she said, so when are you going to be ready to be done with? And she named the name. And I answered her like I had an answer like that fast. And I didn't even know that I had that question in my mind, right? So with that answer came a dissolution of a relationship that was needing to be dissolved. And 
the future came into my world, which was, of course, the empowerment work that I actually am doing right now. So interestingly enough, a coach asking the right question can all of a sudden just spark the answer in such a way that it just, boop, it just pops out. And there yes. it is, you know, yes. right there in front of you. And it's like, I didn't even know I had a question. Do I have an answer to that question? I didn't even have a, there wasn't even a few seconds delay in my answer to tell you the truth. And I did not know that that was something that was going to happen within weeks. If you'd asked me, so what's going to, what's your week going to, week's going to be like over the next several weeks? I go, I was going to be doing this and I was going to be doing that. And I was going to be doing all these things. And that was not one of the things I would have uttered, but she picked up on and asked that right appropriate question at the right time. And it was one of the best decisions that I've made to date. So it had to, it had to come to an end and it was time and we'd hit a little bump in the road. It wasn't a big ordeal or anything like that. We parted ways um, nicely, but at the end of the day, it allowed me to move forward with what I was doing and my passion and my calling to empower women. So that would have been, um, you know, a great part of my journey. Yes. And that is important. And I'm glad that you brought that up. So when you, a person has a person in their life or a partner in their life that maybe not a hundred percent on board. That is when you have those, I like to call them fierce conversations, but in a good way and having that, you know, conversation of, you know, this is where I'm going. And I just don't feel like that we're where I'm at right now for the direction that we're going. And that is an important thing to do because in order to grow, you have to understand that that was past. It taught you something during that time and you learned those lessons and now it's time to move on and learn different lessons. So I'm glad that you brought that up because I think people struggle with that a little bit and rightfully so because sometimes mm -hmm. you don't know what direction to go and you're right when you're higher self and you're there and you know that you're there you'll have that answer immediately and it's yeah, trusting so that intuition yeah now i actually have that question on my mind at times about other things so when am i ready to be done with x another one that i i, I created a whole series of mantras that i have in my hot little head you know that kind of are inspired by coaching, either self-coaching or coaching sessions. And one of them is uh, I got from a really good um, coach, uh, Nancy Solomon. And she says, uh, what do you have to put down in order to pick up something bigger? Yes. So that's another one. And another one that I use besides that is not my circus, not my monkeys, which I don't know who created that one, but um, <laughs> I, I don't know who either. But I, I love that one. Whenever I see, you know, like a vampire sucking all of my energy, I I, I kind of go look at them with a straight face, and in my head, I'm thinking to myself, "Not my circus, not my monkeys." Aha! <laughs> uh -huh. Oh, it's been a while since I've heard monkeys. that one. I love that one. I do. I really love that one. So now I'm going to start using that again because it's been a while yeah. since I've heard that one. And I used that mantra for a good long while. So yes. maybe it's time for me to use it again since yes. I've heard and it. <laughs> another one I use is what's about me is about me. 
what's about you is what it is what about you. Oh yeah. What's not about me is not about you. And what's not about you is not about me. Yeah. And there are, uh, this is often used in relationships, right? More close and personal relationships to tease out what's yours and what's mine, because they can often get intermixed and also they can get enmeshed. And then it just becomes one big fight or one big argument. And at the end of the day, it's like, Oh, that's not mine. That's yours. This is mine. Yeah. And then here's what I'm going to do about it. So being able to separate out whose job it is to manage self, as opposed to me trying to control or manage you. If I'm not in control of the circumstance, then it's not mine. It's not mine to change. It's not mine to adapt to. It's not mine to inspire. It's not mine to motivate. It's not mine to cheerlead. It's somebody else's. And that's like, oh, that gives me so much peace of mind, I have to say. (laughs) It does. And I think those of us that have been in, especially when you're talking about relationships and those of us that have been in relationships for a good long while, like me and my husband, we've been married now for 30 years, 31. I don't know. He keeps up better than I. (laughs) And (laughs) it is. But that's one of those things that I learned. And I recently just didn't really understand it until this year and I'm going like you know what is mine is mine what is his is his and I can't change that the only thing I can say is you know honey this is yours to deal with I'm here for you but then this is mine to deal with and when you're talking about mantras one of my favorite ones is I am the only one that can make me happy I can't make somebody else happy. I can't put that burden on somebody to make me happy. Right. So it's my job to make myself happy. And I'm glad that you brought that up because those are the things that when we talk about relationships, I, I don't want to give him that responsibility to make me happy and vice versa. And it's the same thing with a business partner. It's not our responsibility to make them happy and it's not their responsibility to make us happy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And to add to this, another one that I really uh, love running through my head is, um, you know, take it to the person that can, you know, always say yes, as opposed to a person who's not in the position of saying yes. Yeah. So it's like, if you're talking to someone who's saying no to you, it could be paying a bill. It could be, um, you know, you've got, something that didn't happen right even in a restaurant and you're talking to a person can only say no take it to the person that can say yes right there's only a certain number of people in corporations or you know restaurants or whatever it is you're dealing with and so i i love that because you know oftentimes people will come to you and they're in a complaint mode about someone and at some point i'm fine to listen to the complaint just so that it's out and gets out of the person's body. But I'm very quick to advise that they take it to the person that can do something about it. And that can, in most cases, it's a yes that they're looking for. Whereas I'm just a, you know, you can throw things around at me and bounce ideas about me. But at some point I'm going to tell you, you need to talk to that person. Exactly. A hundred percent correct. Because that saves so much heartache and so much stress at the end of the day. (laughs) (laughs) 
So let's talk a little bit about, um, oh, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut you oh, off. Oh, I said this is great. <laughs> I love, love the conversation. So let's talk a little bit about the women's empowerment marketplace. Let's talk a little bit about that because I want people to go to that website because it looks like it's going to be really action packed. There's going to be a lot of people and they really need to know about it. Well, here's the deal with the women's empowerment marketplace. Um, that's the title right now. But we created a club that attracted both men and women called We, we Empower You. And after sorting through details and all of that, we've managed to put together a package that right now is approaching $15,000 in value. Oh, wow. That includes what's called Income Activator. And Income Activator allows you to have your own online business and to be able to distribute affiliate links so that people can help you to grow your business. So just like Uber, who doesn't own cars and they also don't own or employ the drivers and they don't have the relationship directly necessarily with the passengers in the beginning, they bring the parties together. And for that effort, they get paid. So what we've decided to do is when people bring us through an affiliate link, people to attend authors, speakers, coaches, consultants, or just regular attendees, moms, dads, who want to be empowered to the event, we pay them 30% of the ticket price. So our tickets are very low. We want to keep them that way. And so you get $5 for participating, helping us. But the better thing is that if someone signs up to our membership, which is $15.99, you get $800 US dollars. And that means you're getting 50% of what we're taking in. And that's how we're going to change the globe one business at a time. And it's in the spirit of giving more and taking less to do more and to make more. So that is another philosophy that I created within this brand. And I have um, Lee... Um, Romanoff, who is the CEO and founder of Income Activator, who we've locked um, arm in arm and moving forward to deliver on these services. So we meet once a week, 52 weeks year round to give uh, women and bold men strategies, marketing online, all the steps you would need to market your business and to even brand your business or style yourself or you name it. The topics are all over the place. We've been doing this for uh, since June and it launched very successfully. And now we're um, uh, doing our next summit on September the 9th. So if you're a speaker, a coach, an advisor, a consultant, a mentor, a cheerleader, we want you to be at the summit. You could have a breakout session. You could be an attendee. Or if you don't even want to attend the summit, you could just get an affiliate link spread the word for us and you'll get paid for it. That's what we do at the women's empowerment marketplace and the that, we empower you club. That is awesome. So how many spots do you still have open for speakers? Well, it, we kind case. of have an unlimited spots because we do it all in a two hour block in breakout sessions. Okay. So we're expecting somewhere in the neighborhood between 30 and 50 and there's plenty left of spots. Um, but we won't limit the spots because the person is inviting people 
and they're likely to have 10 or more people attend. And then we're inviting people and we have advertisement, paid advertisement and other means to invite people. So we don't really have a limitation as to how many speakers we can plug in that two hour window. The two hour window is under um, our empowerment circles, which occur on the second Thursday of each month. And we're gonna do it live in the summit. And so at some point, everyone's in the general room for Zoom, and then they'll all just disappear into the 30 to 50 rooms. They'll be obviously spending some time with a qualified speaker or author or consultant, and then they will be brought back into the main room for an hour of discussion on a critical conversation to women, which in this case is empowerment. That is awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, if you heard that, and I do know a couple that I am actually going to reach out to because they need to get in on this because they're really yes. good. And let um, me give you your link before you start spreading the word because we want to be able to track it right back to you and your effort. Yeah, yeah and I decided exactly. to say that we can help any mom or dad, any jobless person, anyone who's had to close a business, who has a side hustle, but they haven't gotten the funding yet put together because literally every member generates an $800, 50% commission to the person who brought us the business. And this yeah. is, again, with the philosophy of give more, right? Share yeah. more and make more. Definitely. This is awesome. Th this right here is what we need during this time. The, yeah. I can't even say it enough. You know, if I if I wasn't wired, I'd probably be doing all sorts of well, yahoos and this. stuff like that. But that think is awesome. About, think about this. That's $800 in U.S. dollars. Well, yeah. in Canada, for example, our dollar is worth almost 30% more. Yeah. Think about other countries. I was discussing this with folks in South Africa today. And... How much is that dollar worth in South Africa? People sure could get wealthy in foreign countries where the dollar is so, so valuable. And so we're able to facilitate this with this philosophy of giving more. And um, we're just cutting it right down the middle. When we yeah. make money, you make money. Yeah. So, um, and then in addition to that, because you can make 30% on the tickets, we have of a $50 ticket, a $100 ticket, and a $17 ticket. So those are at 30%. And so, and then we also have an exhibitor package at 787 at 30% commission. So somebody's sitting at home and they've, they've got time to do social media, just grab a link from us and spread the word. And I have no doubt that you will be earning a lot more than you might be just sitting at home jobless near homeless some people are actually telling me that they are afraid that they're going to become bag ladies yeah. and um that they're going to be you know they're looking at the the tent in the backyard of somebody actually told me this today the tent oh. in the backyard of their 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 uh, parents home oh, wow. and you know that person could turn it around with just several people that they get paid for eight hundred dollars eight hundred dollars eight hundred dollars it's uncapped so the earning potential is completely uh, as big as you want to make it. Oh, wow. That's definitely, and that that can definitely be life-changing. And that's a wake-up call when you hear somebody telling you that they may be in a tent. That, yeah. 
that yeah. breaks my heart. Yeah, it that... totally does. It totally does. And the uh, the great news is this: the prize or the the package, right, that includes the membership, is up to fifteen thousand right now. And we're we got two more weeks before the summit realizes it could get up way way high. And every single member gets that for $15.99. So yeah. who wouldn't want to sign up when you yeah. get a sponsorship package that's worth $15.99? You get year-round coaching and consulting and advising from two CEOs. Yeah. And you also get to have packages that other speakers and coaches have thrown into the pot, including one package that's valued at $5,000. And it's a 60 to 61 modules from one of our healthcare consultants uh, named Debbie Waldeck. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that right there is priceless already. If anybody yeah. is in health and wellness, which I do essential oils, so I'm all about doing the health and wellness. And when you start talking about that kind of package, that's unbelievable because I'm going like, okay, where do I sign up at? <laughs> that's what exactly I'm going like, let me click. Now. Yes, and you're <laughs> affiliated with the WWTVN network, which is the worldwide television network. And that's uh, over the top television. So it's like Roku would be a, okay. an example, Apple Fire Stick um, TV. And so it reaches about 50 million people okay. and uh, a portion of which, of course, are women. And you can also um, have a listing in that directory. So it's, you know, you jointly get to be in my directory. You also get to be in Shay Vaughn's directory. And then Lee Romanoff is the one with me that delivers on the services. So that's the other good news. You make $800, but you don't have to deliver any services whatsoever. If you're a speaker, here's another cool thing. If you're a speaker and you have an audience that you bring, say that you bring 100 or 200 or 300 people and, you know, 60 of them end up signing up for our membership, you could end up with a $50,000 pot of money. We don't have a cap on it. So anyone who's out there who has an audience and they want to bring their audience to our summit and then do none of the work, and just bring the audience, let us, you know, share the, the information yeah. and whoever signs up underneath that person, it is in fact a commission. And by the way, it's not network marketing because all we're doing is paying a flat affiliate 50% commission. Yeah. So it's as if I was hiring everybody and just saying, here's a commission only position. We pay 50%. How's that? I don't know of a single company who started off saying we're going to give you 50% of the company right off of the bat. <laughs> yeah. I was supposed to say, yeah, I don't, I don't know either, to be honest. Yeah. I really don't. Well, at least of so, the membership, not the company, but 50% yeah. of the membership. I was, I was just going to say that, that is pretty good. So ladies and gentlemen, if you're watching the replay, keep in touch, Do, definitely look at this and I'm definitely signing up because um, yeah, I, it would be silly not to. That's yes. all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you, Don. <laughs> you are cool. welcome. Be so, sure, I need to be sure you get your link, right? Definitely. And I will be doing that here shortly. So like I always do at the end, what is one more good nugget that you can give our listeners before we go? You know, what's on my mind this morning and the afternoon has been when opportunity knocks, be ready. 
And I had an example this morning. Someone called me at nine o'clock, close to 10 o'clock for an event that was going to go live on Instagram at 10 o'clock. And I was just so happened to be ready. And the opportunity was to be a judge in a contest. And it allowed me to learn about going live with Instagram and doing crowdfunding. So because I was ready when the opportunity knocked, I got the opportunity and therefore be ready. Do whatever you can to be ready. Don't think about yourself as I'm on my way to making it. I'm going to be there. Soon I will be there. It is act as if it already is. Be ready. Another quick example. I was invited to speak here with you and the bio that you read up front, at least the first hundred or so words was created by Nancy Jutton, who's a phenomenal uh, writer, copy editor. I mean, she's just a publicity hound. I mean, she's just amazing. And she wrote that so that I actually now have a hundred words that I can give out to anyone to introduce me again, when opportunity knocks, be ready. There you go. And I love that. That's a really good nugget. And ladies and gentlemen, that is what it is about. Be ready. You can empower yourself. Yes, you have coaches out there. You have mentors and advisors. But at the end of the day, it is up to you on whether you want to succeed or not. So this has been an awesome, awesome talk. I absolutely love it because I think this is why I love doing organic conversations because you don't know what's going to come out. And a lot of the times it's what people really need to hear right then, right now. And Patina, I think we definitely rocked it. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. Uh, for my last closing remarks is jump into action and gain a powerful new attitude in business, leadership, yeah. love, and life. That's what the summit is all about. There you go. night. So as I always sign off, I'm going to tell y'all, you are unstoppable. You are the beacon of hope, whether you know it or not. Ladies and gentlemen, have a very good night and I will see you Tuesday. I hope y'all have a good one. Bye. Bye.